obviously it would depend on the particular illness we are talking about. But it would be important for the individual to either see a psychologist, a social worker, or a psychiatrist, or even their GP to, you know, to talk about their symptoms for us to kind of take a full and comprehensive history to look at what their previous level of functioning was and then to kind of look at what the symptoms are right now. Mm-hmm. We predominantly look at what decline in functioning has there been. You know, is the individual experiencing difficulty in social, occupational, interpersonal like relationships? Um, and what like what observable changes Mm-hmm. Have there been? And then obviously we look at the, the extent to which the illness is impacting on their day-to-day lives. And if, for example, they present as a risk to themselves, do they then require additional psychiatric hospitalization? Mm-hmm. How widespread is the issue of mental illness in South Africa? I feel that I mean, the illness in South Africa is actually definitely like on the increase. I think that we are faced with increasing challenges. I think both you know, economic, um, and then also I think within our family systems. I think there's huge pressure on individuals to be able to provide, to perform, to achieve. And I think that in South Africa, I think also, I think given your, like, you know, social, economic and political climate, I think that a lot of people are also filled with dread or a sense of fear about what the future holds. Mm-hmm. Now, when one looks at, uh, at mental health and, and depression, uh, what type of proactive action can be taken? Are you talking about the, the individual or the individual. society as a whole? Individual. individual. Yes. So what, what we say to patients is that ultimately you are the expert on yourself. And if you start to notice, for example, with depression, that your mood is starting to drop, that you're having difficulty getting out of bed in the morning, that you're withdrawing from things that you used to, enjoy that you can't concentrate you're feeling hopeless you're feeling helpless and this is something that persists beyond let's say a two-week period seek help often many individuals feel like okay well it's just a phase you know they'll they'll come out of it only to find that the wheels come off completely and their functioning is impacted on you know to the absolute detriment Many individuals, though, won't speak out because they are, they're afraid of being judged. They're afraid, for example, of, of losing their job. They're afraid of being judged by family and friends. And what we say is that if you feel like within your close circle there is no one that you can talk to, for example, reach out to the depression and anxiety group, phone the helpline, go and see somebody you know, privately, confidentially, but don't allow what you're going through to eat you up to the point that everything in your life starts to fall apart. I think that very often there's a, you know, there's a mis- like, misconception that, for example, or oh, I'm the only one that must be suffering. Everyone else seems to have the perfect life and they're getting on with things. But meanwhile, you're not the only one that's suffering. The difference is that some people are able to speak out and other people don't for various reasons, including a fear of being shamed or misunderstood. All right. Uh, it, it seems like it, it's a growing problem um, for, for, for South Africans in general and, of course, worldwide. But how prevalent is, is men, mental illness, especially uh, among children and, and young people? So I think, I think again, I think, it's, I think it's definitely on the rise. I think, unfortunately, we are seeing 
manifestation of depression and anxiety in younger children more and more. You know, obviously we look at, is there a family history of depression and anxiety, for example? So the, the genetic factor. We also look at, you know, what is the family system in which the young child finds themselves? You know, what has their coping mechanism been? Have they been exposed to trauma, which then has an impact on their psychological mm-hmm. wellness? Um, you know, are there any factors such as, you know, is the child being bullied? Yes. And obviously that, that's received like more and more attention lately, and we know, like for a fact, that that can have a detrimental effect on a young child's like, develop, developing brain, even on, on the adolescent, and in terms of the, the fear and anxiety that they carry around that. Mm-hmm. Now, we just heard from Dr. Max Price uh, that uh, he's also linked with you guys as, as SADAC uh, to, to get yes. assistance for students. But what about the general population? How do they get hold of SADAC if they have a problem? Okay, so they can reach SADAC on 0800 212223 or 0800 567567. They can also have a look at, at both the Facebook page and the website. And there are counsellors available 24-7 to, you know, to provide counselling, but also to refer the individual to the relevant person or organisation that can hopefully provide them with help. SADAC also regularly has a Facebook Friday session in which they focus on different areas of mental health and, men- and like psychological distress, where the individual can also post questions and have them answered by the expert on the day. Leanne, I thank you so much for your time and joining us. Thank you very much. And that's clinical psychologist Leanne Lurie uh, from the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADAC.